At this very moment, you're entering the vortex of Mystic Podcast. Hey everyone, welcome back to Mystic Podcast. This is a very special episode because I am here sitting next to Mystic Podcast manager, Kaisa. And this is one of the women that are in my life that I feel so honored and grateful to have. So I decided to just bring her on the podcast because it's important to notice what goes behind the scenes and the relationship that Kaisa and I are we're able to bring together. It's really beautiful. So we're just pretty much are going to get comfortable and just have a fun chat where you guys can come in and get a little bit of the insights behind Mystic Podcast, behind Mystic Community, how it all gets to come together and to even know and get to know Kaisa because she's an amazing, beautiful human. So welcome, my love. Thank you for those beautiful words. Thank you. <laughs> so Kaisa and I um, tried to record this episode was it last week? Two weeks ago, I think. Two weeks ago. And what happened was that we had some technical issues with the mic. So I usually when I interview, I've done all just um, remote interviews. So I'm the only one here with the mic. And this time she came over my house and we tried to put the mics together. We only had one mic. And the sound was close to horrible. What do mm-hmm. you think? Yeah. <laughs> somewhat, uh, somehow distracting, to say the least. Exactly. So we decided to just do it again and have a fun conversation. I don't even remember what we talked about. Me neither. <laughs> like I didn't even look at it because I remember when we finished, I just went, we just looked at it right away and mm. we just knew that the sound was a little off. Yeah. And then after you went over it, we decided to definitely do it again. Yeah. And I mean, how lucky we just get to talk. Yeah, I don't complain. <laughs> so... Kaisa started with Mystic Podcast the moment we moved into season two when Lean and I decided to split ways. And Kaisa has really been a blessing in this whole trajectory of Mystic Podcast for season two because what goes behind a podcast can be very overwhelming. But having support, I think it's so important. I remember I, like long ago, I've been this kind of woman that it's like, I've got it all. And I can do it all by myself. And I think like as a woman, we usually think like when we think about like, I don't know, superwoman, we think that it's okay or that we should do it all by ourselves. Mm. And now when I look around and I see like my team, I see you, I see Kendra, I see Tove, there's so much support. And I'm thinking here like, why did I want to do it alone? (laughs) (laughs) Like, it's just so much. Yeah. No, I don't understand how you managed to do it all by yourself before. Amazing. No way. <laughs> I remember I remember the first words when you came into the team and I was like, okay, Kaisa, like this is what goes behind the scene of own own your authenticity mastermind. This is what we're, you know, currently working on. Because when you came in, uh, I was a seal in the podcast with Lena. Mm. Yeah. When did you come into the team? Uh, I think sometime just after the first round of OIA ended, it was in like Feb, March, I think. I think so. Yeah, when mm-hmm. I helped you out with some things for the next round of OIA. Yes. So then she comes in and we have a meeting in this little cafe and I just 
open my computer up and I just start showing her everything behind the scenes. And what was your reaction then? I don't remember exactly what I said, but I remember having like a lot of notes, like super many notes and sketches and drawings and just everything that was going on in your mind, just on paper. So I'm a bit overwhelming from my perspective. Yeah, I think I remember like how how is it that you do do you do it all by yourself? Like yeah. this is crazy because it's really different to receive a product and actually what goes behind the product itself. Yeah, for sure. I remember when I was in it, I thought everything just went so smoothly, felt like everything was just so like managed and taken care of. And then he's like, no, no, I'm just taking it like week by week. I don't know what next week is going to be. I was like, oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> yes. I think that sometimes you look at things and you're like, oh, wow, they're so organized yeah. and they're so pretty and it looks like they have it all together. But I mean, I'm not saying I don't have it together. I'm saying that there's a lot of moving pieces that continue to move all the time. I continue to create the content as the content comes out. And it's a lot to go yeah. behind. So it's been such a blessing to have you. And just so the listeners know um, how we got to know each other, can you tell us a little bit of how you found this whole world of Daniela Arango and how you found Mystic Podcast? Yeah, I would love to. Um, I was spending a lot of time on like Facebook events and doing the whole like health and wellness because I just had like my wake up, so to say, and I went to some yoga, but like I was looking for something more and when you say you had a wake up like what what is that yeah maybe I should take it from the beginning um, yeah I would love that yeah I had a really shitty year 2018 I there was so many things happening I just felt like everything was happening to me and uh, so uh, I just felt like I wanted to do something about that so I think I had my awakening so to say on 2019 on the first day of 2019 I remember just sitting at home just looking like what the hell am I doing in my life I mean there's so much to do and I'm just sitting here my old patterns just nothing's really working out for me and I want to do so much more so I just decided there and then to book myself on a yoga class um, which is something I've been interested in so long I've been feeling really drawn to it for a long time but because I'm a really stiff person, I never really felt like that was something for me. Isn't it what everybody says? Yeah. Like, I am too stiff for yoga. I am not flexible <laughs> enough for yoga. As if there was a requirement yeah. to start the yoga practice, which is hilarious. Yeah, no, I was one of those. Uh, and then I just kept on going. And uh, yeah, I really just fell in love with an amazing teacher the first time. And I know she has a very close friend as well. So amazing friendship came out of that as well. Yeah, I just continued to go to yoga and then I felt like I was so what? I don't know, I just felt like I was at home in a way when I was doing yoga and I felt like this is where I'm supposed to be. And so I was starting to look for more of it. Almost like, a, you know, like a drug, almost you need more. The, the addiction. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so I started to look at, yeah, so this was at the gym I started. So I looked at like real yoga studios and I also looked at the whole Facebook event page where it had like Kitrans and... Uh, you had what? Kitrans, is it called Kitrans? Kitrans? Kirtans. Yeah, Kirtans. Okay, you. yes. Uh, yeah, and some like workshops and was more like essential oils and you know everything in that like wellness and spirituality yes. everything that was like kind of a new world to me and I remember just feeling every time I went at those events I felt like this is 
what I'm supposed to be doing or this is where this is my home this is my people this is what I'm supposed to be doing I just felt so aligned and then as soon as I left there I just felt still felt like I was missing something I was struggling a bit with anger as well kind of being really irritated about the smallest thing like my my boyfriend not putting away a glass after himself would I would flip <laughs> and was that something that has all had always been in your life or that was kind of like the accumulation of a lot of things mm. that made you so angry all the time back then I actually don't remember to be honest but I think I started to realize it in 2018 when I just felt like I was angry a lot and it's by the first time I was living with someone else and he was really like giving me this like feedback yeah exactly like you what are you doing you can't keep doing this really it was like a wake-up call and it's really interesting when you start to live with somebody that you can see so clearly your pattern patterns Mm -hmm. that you couldn't before when you're just by yourself and not really noticing a lot of things yeah exactly uh yeah so i felt like after leaving all these events i just felt like i was kind of going back to that again so it wasn't something that's really lasting. Um, so it was like a quick fix, but then yeah. you come back to exactly. to the real life. As soon as I se. left and uh, went out the door, I was back again. Um, so yeah, I remember f- uh, seeing your events there one day. Uh, so it was when you and Lena had the podcast together. It was called Mystic Home. Uh, so you had a new moon event, I think it was called. Yeah, it was. Um, so Lena and I had... We, we thought our, our projections were to do once a month this moon circles and events to promote Mystic Home. And actually, we ended up doing only two. And this was, was I don't know if it was the first or the second. It must have been the second, I think. Okay. Otherwise, I think I would have gone. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Pretty sure. Um, yeah, no, I remember just going there. I haven't heard about the podcast at all. I remember my friend... Um, she knew about Lena, but I didn't know Lena or you, so it was really interesting just to see, yeah, who you were. And I remember being there, which is so amazing. We did so many things. I just feel like there was a lot of emotions and energies moving. I remember people feeling like re- really emotional. Many were crying and feeling like there was really difficult things coming up for them, and I just felt like the complete opposite of, <laughs> total bliss yeah <laughs> i'm just sitting there like this is awesome this is amazing this is my people this is where i'm supposed to be just like sitting in the whole world and then it was like yeah just feeling really down so it was a weird energy who was feeling in. down i think like the collective in, oh the collective yeah, in general in general mm-hmm. i remember my sister was there as well and she had a really a tough time but an emotional time and my friend as well I remember so it was a lot of things happening and I was just like I don't feel anything of that <laughs> like the opposite I'm just flying like on the clouds <laughs> was it the first time that you felt that kind of awakening inside mm-hmm. I think it was because I've done so not much but I've done some things really, like with them um, on some like some shavasanas I could feel like this this crying coming up so I just I felt like I've been crying so much so I felt like this is the first time that could be like left aside and I can actually feel some kind of like the opposite instead. So that was the first time I just feel like I didn't have to cry or let anything out. I could just be. Yeah. How wonderful. Mm. So cool. <laughs> so ever since that event, um, then after the second time we met was when we had this party that we, mm. it was the launch 
the official launch or something like that for Mystic Podcast. And then yeah. we all got together and had some some champagne and, and we just kind of got the community together because I remember at that party, um, it was when, when I was talking about Own Your Authenticity Mastermind. Yeah. And and then as I as I talked about it, I think we didn't talk about it that night. I don't think so. I remember you had some kind of like um, uh, com- not competition. It's called um, a drawing for a reading for you. With you. Oh right! Oh my God, guys, this is really <laughs> exciting. So back then, and I totally forgot about this. <laughs> but before I go into this, I want to say that isn't it interesting that for some reason there is something about the beginning of the year. I mean, you were at the beginning of two thousand nineteen, there in January, sitting and thinking or reevaluating what you've done so far. Mm. And I think for you, it looks like you know the beginning of the year. You're starting to kind of question where am I going what do I want to do and for me I mean in my own way was when I was in the plane and the captain has come on and said listen we're about to crash and you probably have eight minutes to live but I think that somehow you know without having to go through a near-death experience I think that there is something really special about the beginning of the year because in our consciousness not that it's true because it really it's not but in our consciousness is like a beginning Mm. but what if and this is just something that is coming straight through source what if we we look at every month or every week as that new beginning Mm. so that we can reevaluate things and not just let them go for like i don't know three months six months a year without we actually consciously look at how we're doing or how we're choosing at how we're living I think it's really interesting and I just wanted to kind of because I thought it was interesting that you said yeah it's at the beginning of the year because that's kind of somehow how it felt when when I was in the plane and it was like a new beginning and this is how you usually see it so the good thing is we do have at the beginning of the year really soon you guys Mm -hmm. so (laughs) it's going to be a wonderful time for you to reevaluate a lot of things and choose again but if you don't want to wait until January 1st you can do it today. No, it's going to be, it's the beginning of November and you can look at it as the beginning of something magical. So back then, I remember my coach, my business coach was telling me she had a reading with me and because I remember when I was going to hire her, I was like, I can't explain to you what I do. Back then, I really had no idea about marketing. I really had no idea how to put my work in words. And I remember telling her, let me just show you what I do. Because I think that when I once I show you, you're going to get it. And she's like, okay. So she came into a session with me. I mean, she has the most, she had the most profound experience. She left crying. She was just like, I, now I have no words for what you do, <laughs> which was hilarious. So then we decided together that the best way for me to put my work out there was to showcase it was for me to show my people, my followers, my community what I do instead of telling them what I do. So I decided that I was going to do free um, readings, and I think it was like once a week for a certain period of time on Instagram. So it was like a, a giveaway. And you won one of them. Yes. 
Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> and the funny thing is, this was, you know, on Instagram and it was live. Mm -hmm. So anybody could see, anybody could hear. How was that experience for you with your first reading with me? Oh my God, it was like one of the most scariest things ever. <laughs> <laughs> Just being so open and exposed and vulnerable in a way. Um, yeah, and I didn't really know what you were doing as well. So I didn't really know what I was like getting myself into and also being in front of so many people it was really scary but yeah it was an amazing experience and I just felt mind blown during the whole time what was it about it I don't remember exactly but I just felt like you were just taking so many you were just hitting so many things for me it just felt like yeah of course I don't remember exactly what it was about um, but you felt seen mm, yeah Definitely. I think one of the things that, you know, those kind of readings and energy works do is that you feel like, oh, things are clicking. And, yeah. oh, I can see it from like a bigger perspective. Mm. So then after we have the reading, it was when I was putting together Own Your Authenticity Mastermind for the first time. It was the first time I was going to put together all the tools in terms of spiritual development, psychic ability development, um, shadow work, childhood trauma work, all the work that I have done for five years, I was going to put it together in one program that was going to last three months. And I really had no idea what the feedback was going to be on that. So you were one of the first ones who came into the program. And it was funny the way it happened. So please tell us how it all went down. Oh, God, I don't remember exactly. But I think it was, yeah, after this reading, I became so interested in what you were doing. So I saw about the OIA, because I think you talked about it maybe before the reading as well, probably. And so I um, entered the, the, the form with all the questions that I needed to answer in order to like apply for it. And then we had a call, and I remember... I just felt like, yes, 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 of course, of course. And then we came to the prize, and I just felt, no, <laughs> no way. <laughs> you were like, um, I want it, but not so bad, yeah. or maybe I'm not there yet, or, the <laughs> you know, the the prize worth, I don't think I'm there yet. Mm, exactly. Uh, I just felt like the scary part is like, I didn't really know what I was what I wanted to get out of it, because I remember that was a, a question, like, what do you want to, like, improve, or it wasn't, it wasn't, like, um, written like that, but it was some, in, uh, yeah, among those lines, like, what do you want to approve, or... It's the change you yeah. want to see. Exactly. And I remember, it's like, I have no idea, I want to change something, but I don't know what, and how, and for what. Uh, so I think that was scary, and also this the part of spending so much money on yourself is scary because it's something you can spend the same amount on like yeah shopping no problem but spending it on yourself is so scary because you think when you're spending it on like a on the, an item a physical item you know you have it you have it in your hands but when you're just spending it on yourself and you don't know for what you don't feel like am I really going to get anything out of it will my money just be a waste you know? Yeah. So I think that was the scary part. So I remember I said no at that time. Mm -hmm. And then I remember seeing the the spots available just ticking down. It's like, oh, there's only one spot left. And I was just <laughs> like, no, I can't. Because I remember feeling when I said, 
said yes. And when I said no, I just felt so like, oh, what have I done? Felt like I took the wrong decision. Oh. And then I said yes. And then I also felt like, no, I did I made the wrong decision. <laughs> so there was no like winning in this. No, you no, were no. gonna feel what you were gonna feel either way. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Felt really uncomfortable. Had so much like anxiety over it. Um yeah, so uncomfortable. I mean it's a big it's a big step. I remember when I was for the first time investing on something, like you said, it's not a physical thing, is you're investing in you. Mm. You're literally saying yes to me and yes to the change that I want to see and knowing that I'm worthy and that I'm capable of taking the steps that it takes in order to see the results. Because at the end of the day, it's not about what the program gives you as tools, but whether you do them mm. or not, whether yeah. you say yes to it or not. And after having gone through this whole experience of three months of OIA, um, and I mean, being where you are right now, what do you think? Because, of course, I see when you say, I didn't know what I wanted out of it, mm. but I knew that I wanted something. Mm. So what do you think that you got out of it? Like, what is the thing that you say back then? Thank God I did that. I think it was mostly the whole anger issue. Um, just because I didn't, when I was acting out my like irritation and angerness, <laughs> I didn't really, it, it was happening like unconsciously. I didn't realize I was like lashing out until afterwards when it has, had already happened. Because I never felt like, oh, it's coming up, it's getting there. So I didn't really see that as an issue per se. Because I felt like, At that time, when I was angry, it felt justified. But afterwards, I was like, why am I angry? This makes no sense. And so I think it was difficult for me to see that as a problem um, in, at that time. Yeah, I think there is, I, I say this all the time, and it's like, you don't know what you don't know. And you yeah. can't see what you're not willing to see yet. Yeah, mm. definitely. Um, yeah, so remember we talked about, we worked about, uh, well, We worked uh, a lot of with this um, anger in the first couple of weeks. And uh, we saw it as, like, as a dragon with all this fire. And it didn't know where to, like, which way to um, to go. Yes, I remember. So the it. first reading that we had, I remember it so tactically because I'm like, okay, Kaisa, I'm going to go ahead and connect and we'll see what shows up. And the first thing that shows up is this huge dragon and, you know, in its magnificence. I'm like, oh, my goodness, this is beautiful. But then it started to move in a way that it was kind of like out of control in a sense. Mm. Um, so that was such a beautiful analogy of what was happening to you at the time. Yeah. And the funny thing is I've been always been so interested in dragons, like my whole childhood as well. So it feels like it's been there with me. Yes. So I've been having so many dreams as a child with a dragon that I oh, still wow. remember. Um, yes. Yeah, so it's just so fun when like that was the first reading and I just felt at that time like, okay, this is the right thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we work with this dragon and learn how to like direct the fire into my passions and my interests and yeah just love in general instead of this yeah this hate and frustration and learn to like refocus it yeah yeah and I mean it's been since you graduated 
it's been, I mean, I've seen your growth and everybody that goes through OIA just really blows my mind because it's, it's just so much clarity and personal development and unbelievably growth, not to even talk about your psychic abilities and how that gets to open up because I think everybody will want to know what happened to this angel that appeared uh, one time that you were doing one of the meditations or how did, how is it that it came about? Yeah, it was an alien I think I saw. <laughs> oh my goodness, tell us everything. <laughs> it's so weird because I, I, I don't really like meditate regular, regularly. Regularly. Yeah, thank you. Um, I do it, I mean, a couple times a week, of course, but that's not, like, I don't have it like a, like a daily routine or recently I've had, but in general, um, cause I can almost just feel in my body when there's something there for me. Cause if I'm just forcing myself to sit there, I don't really get anything out of it. I just feel like I'm sitting there and just, I can't focus. Got it. But sometimes I can just feel like this, this, um, like someone's been pulling me. Yeah. And like there's like something that someone wants to tell me. Someone yes. wants to tell me something. Um, and I remember that time and I just felt that so strongly. Like, okay, I have to sit like right now. And I could just feel like as soon as I closed my eyes, I just felt like someone just took my hands, like both of them, and just like janked me away. And I don't know where, but I... Away up? I think so. No, I think so. Okay. It's really blurry. Somewhere else. Somewhere else. And I remember seeing just so weird creatures and weird like um patterns and things we just really weird things and then it just like kept showing me like something and then when i was janked away show something else and just janked away again just keep on doing this for like 15 minutes or something like you went to different parts of the universe yeah i think so my so, goodness and then we just yeah it just janked me back again and then i could feel like okay there's not much movement left in me so just like okay Yes, that was it. And then we were done. <laughs> Whoa. And these kind of experiences, had they ever happened before we did the work inside of OYA or this is just something that continues to happen now afterwards? Yeah, I mean, before OYA, I have done some meditations in a way, but I've never been so powerful. Then it's just been focusing on like just letting go, stealing the mind. Um, and I've done that like really on and off for couple of years or something but I really felt like it gave me something but since OIA I have this is just one of many this is the most powerful one I had but I have so many weird things as well and especially I can feel like the evolvement the like the evolvingness as well the what the like how my meditations has evolved, evolved. yeah yeah because uh, when I was starting I could just feel like I remember I could feel like things in my hands like energies moving in my hands and just feel like feelings and emotions a lot of feeling and then it got to more like um, I remember now seeing colors sometimes and seeing pictures and images and one time I feel uh, I could hear like hear things and one time I just remember I just said something and no idea where I got that from and it's so interesting to see how that evolved because when I started I just felt like I was like a feeling person, but now I feel like I'm an all-around person. It depends on the day or what the message is. It's so fascinating how that gets to evolve. How do you, what do you think was the thing that in the continues to help you evolve that? Like, because I, I think when I work with people at the beginning, they're so anxious 
to just, you know, have it all together the first week that they start to work with intuition. And if they don't, then they doubt everything. So for you, it's been, you know, an evolution throughout the last six months mm. of this coming more together. You're trusting it more. So what do you think is the thing that helps you trust it more and continue to evolve? I think it is because when I started, I was one of those people who definitely thought that I can't do that. That's nothing for me. That's not one of my powers. And I was okay with that. Okay. And then I just felt like, yeah, when I felt like I was okay with that, it just felt like I just truly let go and then things could come through. And it started off small with a feeling because it's probably one of my strongest senses. And then when I felt like I had that, everybody was like, okay, then let's give you more and try to find different ways of communication. So you never felt like you tried it or forced it? Mm, never. I mean, it's a different... I never know what to expect when when, uh, yeah, when starting meditation. Just sit down and whatever comes through will come through in whatever way it wants to come through. There's no forcing. And that makes you be so open, mm. um, I'm guessing, because then there is no expectations of something specific to happen. More so like, I know something is going to happen but I'm open for it. Yeah. This is so fascinating and so beautiful to see the correlation of personal development, personal growth, and intuition and psychic ability growth. Because, I mean, I believe that when we are too caught up in anger management, in, you know, self-doubt, in questioning, in drama, how can there be space for anything else? Yeah. Like, personally saying your way of dealing with your anger um, management and the understanding of what was really happening, I believe that really gave way for you to then welcome something else. Yeah, I believe so too. And, and what I think is even more interesting is, and if you don't mind me asking, I would love to know the impact of your last six months in the people around you, in your sister, in your partner? Yeah. Uh, yeah, with my partner, I feel like I... Yeah, we don't fight as much. We didn't really fight because he, he isn't a fighting person <laughs> in general. He's mostly, a pacifist. Yeah, it's mostly me, like, fighting with him. <laughs> okay. I mean, it still happens, of course, sometimes, but now I can mostly, like, stop myself because I can feel it coming and then I can make a decision, like, is this something I want to do or is this just, like my fire being restless out of control yeah mm -hmm. so um yeah that's been a really big difference on that part and yeah i also remember when i when i started like knowing you um i didn't really have i just recently moved and i didn't really have any like friends here and now through oia i have so many uh, got to know so many amazing women and we i still talk to a lot of them and see them kind of regularly so just having this sisterhood and friendship is amazing as well because I feel like before I have I have had remained friends before, um, but I haven't really felt like we connected in a way. Uh, it's kind of just like a shallow friendship, even though we, I felt like I can talk to this person about everything. But now when I have these people with like the same kind of interests and yeah views and connection. Exactly. I just feel like this is just on a whole different level. There's no expectations of each other. We just 
despair in a way. Just feel so deeply connected. That's so beautiful. And, and, and that just, you know, it makes your life so much fuller. Mm. Because I remember as you're saying, every time I went to the yoga class, every time I did, you know, the meditation or whatever, it felt like that was it. And then I come back to real life. Mm. But when you start to combine what you feel in the yoga, what you feel in the meditation, what you feel in those glimpses of what could be, and then it starts to live that in real life where you wake up and you have the friends that you yearn for. And you have the kind of relationship that feels healthy and stable. And you within yourself have this inner peace of, you know what, I'm not perfect because at the end of the day, that's not what it's about. But I am continuously evolving. I think that's really what it's all about. It's about, it starts with us internally and then, you know, from there on, everything around us gets to change. Yeah, because I felt like I haven't really done that big of changes, but in the same, at the same time, my whole world has just been so different. If I, if anyone would like told me 2018 how my life would look like now, I would like, no, never. Yeah, Don't like, it. <laughs> yeah. So what does your life looks like nowadays? Um, I, yeah, work with the podcast. Uh, and Yay! Then, yes, which is my, like, favorite part of being, like, this creative, give my creative out, even though it, is, it isn't something I create personally, but it's mine to, like, um, edit together and pick stuff out and just put really together, make it really perfect and ready. We love you. Thank you. <laughs> and, yeah, also I started working as a gym instructor. Yay! Recently. And which is, I would never, ever have done without the work as well. Like, ever. I was always so shy and, like, felt like, who am I to do this? But now I felt like, yeah, I am. I am this. <laughs> I am me to do this. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it feels like I have so many outlets to be to be me. Even though I still have my daily work, which is, like, just an office work. I still have these things where I can be myself and really, yeah, let my passions come out and let my dragon focus its fire. Hmm. And then have a life full of friends that you love and have yes. a relationship that you feel good in and mm. most importantly, the relationship with yourself. Yeah, for sure. So grateful for that. Well, we are blessed to have you as the Mystic Podcast Manager because you have done absolutely outstanding with the back end of things and the support that I get from you and just to see you in your beautifulness and your you know shining through and evolving and you know seeing you as you work through the programs that continue to come out because OYA was one of the first ones but we had so many of our sons and you continue to go through all of them and just to see to see the evolution and the change and to have you as part of my inner circle is it's a blessing Mm. so 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 (laughs) so glad for this connection and so glad for you guys I am hoping that you enjoyed this episode and that, I mean, you're also in love with Kaisa as I am because what a wonderful, what a wonderful human and what an inspiring story of how rapidly you can shift your entire life into something that you can't even begin to think it was possible. Because as she says, who am I? If that's the question that is in your head, I want you to know that who are you not? Who are you not to live your life, to reevaluate who you get to be and to really fulfill 
your mission, what you're meant to be, what you're meant to experience. So leave you with that question. Until next time. Thank you, Kaza, for being here with us. Thank you so much for having me. Yes. Have a lovely rest of your day, evening, wherever you are. Sending you a lot of hugs and positive energy your way. Just before you go, if you have a few minutes to review the podcast, I will send you extra energy. I will send you extra healing. I would love you so, so, so much because the reviews continue to help the podcast range higher. And that way I can continue to give you amazing interviews and amazing content. Until next time, my dear. 